so we're going to start. Um, and really, I'm just, I'm super excited. Let me, let me just read this bio real quick. I got <laughs> my comic returns here. I'm just going to read this because on page, uh, what is this? Page three? No, page, page, uh, ele- page 12. So turn with me if you would to page 12. Greg Anderson, Ellie's, Ellie C. Ellie C. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, is a, a Haitian American, Brooklyn born and based film director and editor, playwright, comic book writer, model, part time actor. Um, is the writer and creator of the comic Isnana the Were Spider, but also. Um, one of my favorite comics, uh, Marasa, both of which uh, uh, we'll, we'll give you, we'll throw links up to. Um, sir, thank you, thank you for for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, hey. Um, okay, so for folks that don't ha- that that aren't familiar with with your work um, or with you, um, let's just I, we'll, we'll just jump kind of right in. Um, and I think this is how we're gonna. I think this is how we're gonna start. We're kind of just making this up as as we go. But what's your what's your origin story? I think that's probably how we're gonna do this. Is <laughs> is like what's your or like what's your narrative in in terms of like how you got involved with comics? Like were you there from like from the jump? Um, but what was that? What was that for you? So my origin stories in terms of comic books has actually started off. Do you remember? You remember? Obviously, you were around for a. You were around for Death of Superman, right? Uh, yes, yes. Right, so spoiler, he didn't stay me, dead, but but we we didn't know that at the time. But <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't really reading comics at the time, but you know we had all these uh, action figures and stuff that was coming yeah. out, and they had commercials for the comic books and the action figures, and one of the figures that they had was uh, Superboy. They had like an animated version of Superboy advertising the toys. Oh, is and that with with the, like the little round glasses? With, he was like the nineties, like the jacket. Version. Exactly, you know, he was all like, <laughs> and all that other stuff. And me as a kid, right. I wasn't great. I'm like, yo, he looks cool. Who is that? Yeah. And um, it was literally not too long after that, I was walking to school and I stumbled upon a comic book shop, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa, what is this? And then when I when I had gone past it again, this time with some money. I went in, and the first thing I asked for was, do you have a Superboy comic book? Uh-huh. And that was uh, issue number 19, which I was looking for years for, again, because I had, I guess I misplaced it as a kid, but I found it again literally like a couple of weeks ago at C2E2, and I was like, yo! Oh, you got it? <laughs> I finally yeah. found it. Years of searching Man, again. Is, and 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 the folks, the folks listening, like, there are those there there are those comics and and there you know there's Holy Grail comics but mm. then there's those personal ones right <laughs> like I, I totally get you because I found in like a like at the half half price uh, discount bookstore or whatever and I, I did the same thing right I was like oh no it's gone and then I just found it and I like I got teary like it's like worth like four cents. Yeah, I know, dude. I was I was excited when I saw it, especially because for the past couple of years, every time I went looking for it, it was either at a comic shop or a convention. I would always find issue eighteen and issue twenty. Right. I could never freaking find that issue nineteen. <laughs> and, that's, um, and that's as gutting as it as it is anything, right? Uh, <laughs> and I even found issue one. I even found issue one. Of it. I, I was like, no, I'm buying this. 
You know, I'm yeah. keeping this one, but I couldn't finish in 19 after but, years. But, I you, did, but you got it. Why do you think that, that, that that's the case? Like, what what's so personal, right? Like, why do you think that there's those things that, like, you know, like you said, that Superboy or, you know, that one comic that you, you had when you were a kid and then, you know, uh, that just means something to you that isn't quote unquote, you know, worth, it's not like the first, uh, first appearance <laughs> of Black Panther or nothing, right? Like, what about it do you think that makes it, makes it mean so much to, to folks? I mean, honestly, for me, that, with that particular issue, it's, that's what started it all for me, you know, that was my, that be, that opened up the world of my right. next obsession, what I wanted to be my life, which is comic books. Um, I've been wanting to write it pretty much. I feel like that was definitely the, the, the journey, the beginning of the journey of me wanting right. to write comics and study comics and everything like that. Um, even though, like, the issue, I mean, it was a fun issue. It's nothing, like, <laughs> safe that happened to it, you know? Um, but it was just, I'd never seen anything like, like it at the time. For you sure. know, I was a kid. It was like, you had, we grew up on picture books. Yeah. You know, um, what they're teaching, but, like, actual comic books, and you're seeing all these, these um, superheroes that's not on the screen, but they're like in the picture books that I'm reading, you know, like that was really freaking dope to me. Yes. Um, so I think that's, that's one reason why it resonates, um, in a way. And I think almost everyone, almost everyone, not everyone, but almost everyone remembers generally like the first comic or the first superhero that they've been introduced to in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, and whether you go out of it or not, you still remember them. Right. Okay. So that, that brings me that, that, I mean, that brings me right into this next question, right? Is so there you are, you, you got, you know, you got Superboy. You're like, yo, who, who is this? And then you started, you started writing, right? You started putting, putting comics together. Um, you know, and I'm not going to I'm not going to ask like, how do you come up with your ideas? But why did you feel like something move, was, was moved inside you to, to create, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? So, like, why did you feel the need for you to create what you did, how you did? Does that does that question make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. So it's not like where do I you mean, come up with your ideas, but it's like why this, man? Like it, and it's uh, thoroughly good. I told you that before, but like <laughs> for you, what about it was like necessary? I mean, I think for me, it's, it's multiple factors, especially multiple points of my life that reinforces the reason why I do what I do. Um, honestly, even before I stumbled on that comic shop, I was into writing. Um, I think a lot of that was stemmed from first grade, you know, when we would have, uh, I guess, when our teacher would have us doing creative things and coming up with stories, and I would just go above and beyond. I would, you know, make these picture books and <laughs> and these weird stories that sometimes didn't make any sense um but it was fun i enjoyed it and i think it was it wasn't until middle school i had this one teacher his name was uh mr mcdowell who shouts see, out to mr. i think McDowell. He was, shouts out well first shouts out to miss uh what's her name miss fontera from first grade hey and then there you mr. go McDowell in middle school who I, I don't know. I think he was a comic fan, but one day, I think he saw I was drawing like these um, sort of superhero-like characters, and a lot of them was like based off of Mortal Kombat and, and stuff like that. <laughs> and he was just like, "Why don't you, you know, make them, you know, like a comic book and stuff like that?" And I think that was like, "Wait, I can do my own comics." That that just yes. opened up my head, you know. Um, but it wasn't until 
high school when I, I picked up a, uh, well, high school getting introduced to like writers like David Hine and mm. Christopher Priest and Dwayne McDuffie. Um, and then, and Dave and Peter David, when I bought a book that was about comic book writing comic books by Peter David, after I read that book in high school, I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's, that's, a, know, so. that's a classic. That's a classic. I love that. I love that piece. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, let's take your character, uh, Isnana, right? Why, why are those stories so important? Why do these stories need telling? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I grew up on Greek mythology, you know, I was, I was big on Greek mythology. A lot of it introduced from uh, Hercules and Xena, which was my obsession, bro. I was obsessed with those shows. Um, and my mom also was into a bit of Greek mythology, like, because, uh, when she was, she was younger and they pushed, uh, what you call it? Uh, what was that movie called? Damn it. The Perseus movie, Clash of the Titans. Oh, Clash of the Titans uh, with uh, well, uh, uh, Harry Hamlin. Yeah, you're like you're, the with with um with that mechanical owl with Bebo. Yep, 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 yep. Yes. My mom loved that movie, and she told me when she was in Haiti, how like that was a huge epic event for a lot of uh you know uh, people down there when that movie right. came out, and right. she introduced that to me when she realized how much I was into like Hercules and Xena. And she would introduce me to a lot of fairy tales and the Disney movies and stuff like that. So I grew up being educated on those before even school really started, um, you know, when school started saying this is the required reading uh, for this grade level and stuff. Um, and that was the thing. I, 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 aside from European mythology and fairy tales, I didn't think about the fact that there were other ones out there. And when I got to high school, I saw this big book on mythology and it had so many different cultures. And I went to Haiti to see, you know, like, oh, is there any Haitian gods or folklore? And I, I saw there was so many. And I was like, how come I've never been taught this? And um, over time, I would teach myself it little by little different um, like black folklore characters, black uh, mythology. And sometimes I would ask a lot of people if they knew who, like, say, a Nancy the Spider was, and I would right. get a, a who is that? And for me, that was like, ah, if we don't know who a Nancy the Spider, who, in my opinion, is probably the most well-known black god, that what does that say about our other stories, our other black stories? Yep. So that was where is not started from because I wanted is not to represent the next generation after announcing sort of like reclaiming the stories and the roots and trying to keep these uh, black gods and folklore figures and spirituality figures alive in some sense. Why do you think comics get such, maybe they don't anymore. And I'm, I'm willing to be, and I'm often wrong, but like, do comics, like, why do they get a bad rap? Like if it's like you said, like if this is, if this is just, uh, if this is the new mythology, right? If these are the new gods, if, if we're going to call them that, why do you think that folks get, you know, people go out to the movies, right? People go out to the movies and and see uh, and and uh, and and see a superhero flick, but they're still at the comic shop. You know, if 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 you're out and you just got your your floppy, you know, you got your your or even a trade paperback, they're still like, oh well, you know, that's cool until you learn to read a real book. You know, what I mean, or until you learn until you get to real literature, right? I think um, there's a couple of different factors to that. I think a lot of it 
may stem from, you know, when you see anything that's animated, you automatically think it's kiddish, it's childish, mm-hmm. it's um, it's something that's uh, not mediocre. Some, yeah, just I guess childish. Like this is this is kids play. This is kids stuff. Um, not realizing that a majority of comic books is adult as hell. Uh, but I think just you know, growing up, always sort of seeing thing that's that's cartoony as something that's for kids. Yeah. And I think yeah. um, that whole aspect, especially art, when a lot of people, well, I, I don't want to say now, but back in the days when art was a, a, a big thing in the actual curriculum in school, the, the beginning development stages of children is through art, it's through cartoons, right. it's, it's through um, minimalist, simplistic type of things like that. And of course, as they develop, they start learning how to read. Like you get the right. you get the the words picture books, and then afterwards the pictures start disappearing little by little by little mm-hmm. until you you reach college and required readings is things that have no no pictures. And so, I think in a sense, education plays a part in that, and mm-hmm. that that sort of helps shape the forms of some people's heads when they're like, oh no, all those those pictures and those drawings mm-hmm. that was stuff when I was a kid. I I don't I, now nah, I'm 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 too old for that type of stuff. Unfortunately, I mean, you grow up to be really old and grumpy. Yeah, I mean, not us, you know, we're, we're yeah. comic no, geeks, no, 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 no. you know. <laughs> but I think a lot of that is just, it's just people who grow out of, they, they get very close-minded. As they get older, yeah. they get close-minded. They start getting conditioned into what is this this fits in this box this fits in that box and i think that's why a lot of people for the most part they would look down on uh comic books and anything that was um animated in some sense like i would i would also have people that i grew up with you know um they would say i why would i pay money to go see an animated film is why am i why should i watch a cartoon i'm just like bro are you all the crazy hard work that goes into animation you know like that doesn't make any sense it's just another form of storytelling. That's all right. it is, you know. And what I think is interesting is, and at least this was this was this was my take is, I feel myself, and, and maybe I should be a better person. I don't know, but I feel I feel myself being like I tried to tell you, like when everybody, like when Spider Verse came out, and everyone was like, oh, what? Like it was something. I mean, it's remarkable. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, yeah, this is what the art, this is what the medium can do. Right when in the hands of expert storytellers, yeah, it's about to blow your mind, right? Or or like when when Black Panther dropped, I was like, we've been telling y'all this for decades, right? But welcome, welcome to welcome to the party, uh, as it were. Um, I wanted to uh, do do two more things. One, um, we talked a lot about Isnana. Um, can you talk a little bit about Marasa? Just uh, can you just tell us a little bit what it's uh, what it's about for people who are like. Um, a little on that sort of, sort of they they like their they like their their comics a little more cosmic. <laughs> well, the best way I describe Marasa is about uh, twin siblings who are space pirates who find the map to the parents' hidden treasure, and of course that uh, that attracts all types of other characters like uh, other space pirates, aliens, bounty hunters, evil empires, and so on and so forth, um, getting involved in the mix. And it's it's incorporating a lot of uh, African sociality in a futuristic sci-fi setting. And one thing I guess that really sets things apart: you have the the brother who's 
uh, still in the life of, of space piracy, trying to get his sister back into the whole mix. And his sister has sort of retired and found a way to become royalty. Now she's a princess. You don't, you don't retire right? from that space pirate life, okay? Exactly. Okay. So it comes back. Look, comes back. I want, I want everybody listening, re, just rewind like 10 seconds and just take that in again, right? Because that is, I remember when you pitched it and I, I got my copy right here next to me on the, on the desk. And when you pitched that on Kickstarter, I was mad that it wasn't immediately available because that's what's up. That I just want, if, if people want to get copies of, of Isnana or they want to get some swag or they want to get, you know, um, some of that stuff, we'll make sure we get, uh, we get, uh, links out and and stuff to them. Um, such a pleasure, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time to talk about um, talk about the importance and significance of comics, brother. I mean, it is just one of the one of the greats in the game. We will uh, we will keep an eye out for what's what's good to come because it's going to be dope. All right, brother man. Thank you. Thanks for having me.